And good morning, friend. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church, South Africa. Now, friend, when you go through trials and tribulations, I bet you that the last thing that you are feeling is like rejoicing, right? Now, today I want to be—I want us to look at the fourth thing that we need to help us overcome our trials. And this fourth thing is that we need to have joy. We need to find joy and rejoicing in our trials. Now, what if our understanding of rejoicing or having joy and its connection with difficulties have actually been wrong? Do you know that the Bible commands us to have joy in our difficult times? In James chapter 1, verse 2 to 3, the Bible says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that your test that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. First Peter four verse twelve to sixteen the Bible says Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when His glory is revealed. And if you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or as a meddler. Yes, Yet, if, you, uh, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glory, glorify God in that name. In Philippians 4 verse 4, the Bible says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Now, there are many more verses in the Bible that speaks about rejoicing in difficult times or in trials. And we also find find this principle in the book of Acts when, you know, the disciples were beaten and, and imprisoned because they preached the name of Jesus. It says in Acts 5 verse 41 to 42, And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. And you see, friend, this is after they were beaten and threatened with their lives, saying if they would preach, continue to preach in the name of Jesus, they would be killed. You see, these men had a different understanding of suffering. They did not see it as a reason for sorrow or self-pity, but rather an opportunity to rejoice. To rejoice because God counted them worthy for His purpose and for His ministry. Now, there are both physical and spiritual benefits in learning how to have joy in our trials. In Proverbs 15 verse 13, the Bible says, A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of the heart is the spirit broken. Proverbs 17 verse 22 says, A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. 
When you rejoice in difficult times, it actually brings strength to your body and to your soul. It helps for you to heal and to recover. It helps for you to have the strength that you need to continue in the difficult times. Now, I know that joy is the last thing that you think about when you go through difficult times. And most of the time, we don't feel like having joy. We don't feel like joy is a worthy thing to be thinking about in this situation, as if we are forced to be negative and to be be on the dark side of our emotions during difficult times. Like there is something wrong that we would be we would be doing injustice if we rejoice in times of difficulties. Now, as humans, we tend to dwell in the negative emotions far longer than we do in positive ones. When we are rejoicing, when we are glad, when we are happy, normally and generally people, those emotions don't last very long. We do not hold on to those emotions as long as we do onto negative emotions. Test yourself the next time and see when you, maybe you have a good laugh about a joke or, or something that happens and see how long that, that joy or that gladness that's not, how long that lasts. And then see the next time that you get angry or upset or that you feel down or depressed and see how long that lasts. You see, friend, it is what you hold on to that matters. But the beauty of joy is that joy is not an emotion. Joy can cause good emotions. Joy can give the feeling of happiness or gladness or rejoicing. But joy in itself is not an emotion. Joy is in fact first a fruit of the Holy Spirit and secondly a decision to allow God's light to overcome the darkness of your emotions. Now the question is, how how do we have joy when our world is falling apart? How can I have joy in my trial? How can I have joy when things are difficult? How can I have joy when I just don't feel like it? There's five things that I'll quickly give to you that can help you and help me to have joy in these times. Number one is that you need to connect your reality with God's reality. You need to submit what God's plan is and what God's purpose is and with eternity and God's greater plan in your life. That needs to be your focus point and that needs to overrule whatever is happening right now and whatever you are feeling right now. Do not let your feelings become your everything. But let God and His purpose and His plan, let that become your everything. Keep your focus on God's reality. That's number one. Number two is let truth replace the lies. Whenever you are feeling down or depressed and there are all these thoughts coming in, negative thoughts, you, it is not good enough just to, just to, repl- just to, not think those thoughts or just to say, no, you know, I'm not going to think that that's bad thoughts. But we need to actually replace the lies with truth. Because if you do not replace the lie with truth, then the lie will just come back. You need to put truth in the place of lies in order to fill that gap and to think in truth. And that is number two. Then number three, you need to be in God's presence. 
Psalm 16 verse 11 says, In your presence is fullness of joy. Most of the time I know in my life when I have times where I really felt down and maybe even depressed that it was when I came to God and just surrendered to Him and just bathed in His presence and in His love that His joy filled my heart. And I can tell you, friend, that when you have been in God's presence, you cannot leave God's presence the same way. You cannot leave God's presence and not feel God's joy in your heart. That's number three. Number four, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We said that that joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, if you walk in the Spirit, you will have joy. And then number five, friend, is that you need to have faith in God. I know and understand and I've been there that when you are going through difficult times, sometimes you lose faith in God. Sometimes you feel like God is not there. Sometimes you feel like God doesn't care anymore. And that is part and partial why sometimes we struggle to have joy because we are just not having faith in God. But when you have faith in God, you can have hope, like we have said. When you have faith in God, you can have strength, you can continue on, and you can have joy when you have faith in God. Knowing that God is in control, knowing His promises, knowing His purpose, like we said, that is what will enable you to choose to have joy in difficult times. A friend... May God teach us to have joy in our trials. Do not be robbed of your joy. But let us rejoice and find joy in our Lord. For He has overcome and He has won the victory. And you can simply walk in that victory and have joy. Thank you so much for listening today, friend. May you have a wonderful and joyful day. And choose today to rejoice in everything and in every moment. Rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. May God bless you, friend.